Good morning. I'm James Holman from the Washington Post, and this is the Daily 202's Big Idea for Wednesday, July 26th. The big idea today? Senate Republicans still face a very narrow path to pass a health care bill even after a big procedural victory yesterday. Mitch McConnell is like a quarterback who has just converted on fourth and long. The Senate Majority Leader kept the drive to repeal Obamacare alive, but he's still trailing by a touchdown, the game clock keeps ticking down, and a win is not inevitable. McConnell didn't have a single vote to spare, but the Kentucky senator demonstrated incredibly impressive legislative prowess by getting 50 Republican senators to vote for a motion to proceed to debate on the health care bill. It was incredibly high political theater in the Capitol. John McCain, who's recovering from surgery and battling brain cancer, traveled from Arizona. As police removed protesters yelling kill the bill from the gallery, Vice President Mike Pence cast a tie-breaking vote. But last night then underscored what a tough row to hoe this remains. The first item that members took up was the so-called Better Care Reconciliation Act. That is the package that Mitch McConnell has been carefully negotiating and has spent weeks crafting with careful compromises to get conservatives like Ted Cruz on board and moderates like Rob Portman. When that measure came up for a vote, nine Republicans broke ranks and voted no. The ideological diversity of those who opposed the measure underscored the real split within the Republican conference about the best path forward on health care. Not only did moderates like Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski vote against it, but so did conservative purists like Mike Lee and Rand Paul. It's hard to overstate the degree at this point to which White House officials and Senate Republican leaders just want to pass something, really anything, to show the base that they are keeping their promise to roll back Obamacare. They would happily portray even modest tweaks to the Affordable Care Act as major successes in order to save face. And that's the big idea for today. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. One, the public standoff between Trump and Jeff Sessions continued to escalate yesterday. The president criticized his attorney general on Twitter, then in a news conference, and then during a newspaper interview. Meanwhile, Sessions says that he plans to stand his ground. The president was asked during a Rose Garden news conference if he would fire Sessions. He said, quote, we'll see what happens. Now, for those who pay close attention, that's pretty ominous because that's exactly what Trump said about James Comey just days before he axed him as FBI director. Number two, the Mooch has begun his purge of Priebus loyalists. Anthony Scaramucci, the brand new White House communications director, threatened yesterday to fire his entire staff in an effort to stem the leaking that has plagued President Trump's administration. The first person to leave the West Wing as part of the Mooch purge was senior assistant press secretary Michael Short. He resigned a couple hours after a report emerged in Politico that said Scaramucci planned to fire him. Now, typically the job of firing staffers, even those inside the press shop, would be left to the chief of staff. But Reince Priebus has found himself increasingly isolated in recent days, with very few areas of the White House reporting directly to him. Number three, the North Korea threat is very real. U.S. officials have concluded in a new confidential assessment obtained by the Post that Pyongyang will be able to field a reliable, nuclear-capable intercontinental ballistic missile capable of hitting North American cities as early as next year. 
that dramatically accelerates their earlier predictions and further increases pressure on U.S. and Asian leaders to halt that country's progress in its nuclear program. And that's the Daily 202's big idea for Wednesday, July 26th. You can read more at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. I'm James Homan, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.